0: Have you been to Express lately? People can't get enough of their clothes. They're like Insta Confidence Boosters. The jeans come in a temp control fabric that keeps you comfortable no matter the weather. And the t-shirts, hands down, they'll feel like they're made of the softest fabric you've ever worn. And get this, the suits have stretch and look sharp. Like, what? How do they do that? Everyone's raving about the newest looks from Express. Just check out the five-star reviews. See for yourself and shop the latest at Express.com and in stores. Bye. Okay, welcome to the episode of the Daily Fifteen of the Take the Wrestling Podcast. I am your host Ernest Christian. Now you missed me the last couple days. Uh, now it's me and Joe, dude. Joe seems to be the only constant in the show right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, up. and you know, it's always the gay one who you can depend on.
0: Oh, uh, that's right. Um, like I said, fifteen minutes left. We can't waste time here right now as it is. We're we trying to keep those fifteen minutes or less, but uh,
1: yeah, and we only have fifteen minutes, and you have an echo going, but I'm gonna let that keep rolling. Is
0: that, is that better, buddy? Is that better?
1: Yes, a lot better
0: now. In the studio, buddy. Right? So we're in the studio here, but we're all, we're all good. Um, and- nah, I'll talk about it. Let, let's let's get started here first because lots of news has been breaking all day today about possible people coming in and you know wrestlers going wherever. There's a report that came out tonight in the middle of AEW Dynamite that Daniel Bryan has already agreed to terms with the AEW.
1: Yeah, you know, so the Daniel Bryan thing. There's been so many rumors about him since he last appeared in WWE that. That's one of those that I don't know that I'm going to buy it until I see it. And I know that like, certain people are now starting to report it that are more trustworthy. Like, I know now we're going to transition into the CM Punk stuff. And I'm going to tell you, I'm a little bit more believing the CM Punk stuff right now because of who's reporting that. Like, And we talked about that earlier um, over text message, you and I, and I even mentioned it to Mike and stuff like that. You know, you've got, um, what's his name? Ross Sapp or whatever.
0: Ross Sapp. Uh, yeah. While I make fun of him to say he's very sensitive because him and I got into a couple weeks ago, I have to give – I have to call Spade Spade. He is, of all the wrestling journalists that I give shit on, he's the one guy that seems to be the most consistent of all. Yes. Uh,
1: yeah, if, if he reports something as potentially happening, like I take his word over uh, Dave Meltzer or anyone else for the most part. The only person who I trust more than Sapp, and I will – always trust him. And I don't know if this goes back to just being like a big fan of one wrestling back in the day or PW Insider or whatever. But if Mike Johnson or Dave Scherer or any of them report something, it's gospel that those guys I trust, like as if they worked for the New York Times. But if you're, you know, the next level down, the guys who kind of report like rumors and stuff like that, Give me yeah. Sap over Meltzer. I will trust him. And now Sap's one of the ones out there talking about CM Punk coming in. And I, I think there's a lot of validity in that right now. He's coming somewhere. I don't know right. where yet, but he's coming somewhere.
0: A lot of people love shit on fucking Dave Meltzer. I know, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> I love it. But We talked
1: about it before. The thing with Dave Meltzer is everyone gives him the they, – they give him the – like. The ability to be the top guy in this and then complain that he's the top guy in this. It's the stupidest fucking thing.
0: Okay, so real quick before we, before we close the door on this, the Dan O'Brien potential. Um, let's assume this is real. Let's assume this actually does happen. Um, okay. What does he do for AEW? What does he do for them? Does this change really the the scope of this company going forward? Does Dan O'Brien still have juice, still have juice left to make AEW more viable than it is Maybe. now?
1: If he can still go in the ring, and I mean, he was wrestling at top quality all the way, like, as recently as, what, February and uh, WrestleMania in April. You yeah. Know? So we're not talking about he has a—it's not, not a CM Punk case where we haven't seen him in the ring in five years or something like that. We've right. seen Daniel Bryan actively within the last five months, and we've seen him deliver the kind of performances that those of us who have been fans of his since— Going back to like 2002, expect of Daniel Bryan. So, if he actually does come into AEW from a wrestling in ring quality standpoint, definitely exciting. Definitely someone who I think can add to the product. Now, Mike brought something up earlier today when him and I were talking about it personally. And I okay. believe he said that it was something that came up with um, our friends over at uh, Three Count. The, okay. One of them might have commented on Facebook or something like that. The question yeah. being, if a guy like Daniel Bryan comes in, if CM Punk comes in, if that all happens, whose spots are they taking? Who's losing their push at that point? Is Jungle Boy no longer showing up on dynamite? Is Christian wait, is wait. Christian wait. Cage maybe not getting as much of a push? Like where where do these guys fit in? You know, well, you have honey. guys like you have guys like Andrade showing up recently and, and kind of getting like big pushes. Does he get lowered on the card? Is he get back like does he end up being more in like Miro's league than Kenny Omega's? That's well, an me,
0: interesting positioning. Because Jim and I actually got into it a little bit on, about this very topic on, on Twitter about two hours okay. ago. Um, I said to him that the reason why I think this could probably work anyway is that I'm, I'm going I'm gonna, to I'm gonna assume that both guys, CM Punk and Daniel Bryan, won't be on a full-time schedule. I'm assuming they won't be on TV every single week. I, I'm, I'm assuming that Daniel Bryan wants to do something like this most likely because he wants to have less t- time on the road.
1: Possibly. I don't know. I mean we obviously we have no idea what kind of deal he right. would cut Tony I'm Khan. Sure the, one thing, the one thing I will say is we've I, I think one thing that has been obvious in AEW in the last few months is Tony Khan is willing to work with people and kind of give them whatever schedule they want, give them whatever deal they want, because he wants eyes on his product, you know. And right. granted, Vince has done that too for people, but he's done that for like Brock Lesnar, he's done that for John Cena, he's done that for his proven commodities. I don't know that he would do that for Punk. I don't even know that there's a relationship that exists between WWE and Punk. You know?
0: Right. Um. Let's take the same thing with St. Punk. I'm, I'm going to read the, the quick uh the update according to FIFO Select yeah. which is on Ross' app. This is what he wrote today. Uh, FIFO Select reported today that CM Punk is being talked with their company about a return to the ring. That company speculated to be AEW. AW, obviously, the report states that they've been they've been told AW is the most likely landing spot for Punk, but it, there is no confirmation of a contract be, being signed, a timetable, a set return date, or any creative plans just yet. The only thing that is known is Punk and a company official have had ongoing conversations about an in-ring return. Of course, nothing is ever fully really confirmed until the deal is actually done. AEW or CM Punk has yet to confirm the report, but Five has been told in recent days that the higher-ups at WWE believe that Punk is ready headed to AEW. Um, now, at
1: the end of the day. Punk could also end up being one of those guys who, like, jumps around a bunch of places. I could see him showing up in New Japan. I could see him showing up on Impact. I could see him showing up in, you know, someplace in Mexico or in MLW or something like that. I think that the the least likely place that he shows up is WWE because of the history that was there. Now, granted, we all know, you know, Ultimate Warrior even came back at a certain point to, like, you know—
0: Stop right there, because I want you, because remember, the CM Punk thing for me, like I said, everybody else who listen to the podcast, know me, yeah. 17 years not following this. Yeah. That being, CM Punk's one of the few guys that, when I did have it, when I actually was was considering watching the product again at some point in the 17 years, CM Punk's one of the people that I looked at, say, said, mm, maybe I could stop watching again. So, w- explain to me the CM Punk thing. Why is the WWE CM Punk not never going to work out again, in your eyes?
1: So, so we only have seven minutes and forty-five seconds left. I don't know that I can explain the whole thing, but I'll, give, I'll, I'll try to give the basic version of it. He was extremely unhappy with his positioning on the card. He always he he accomplished almost everything that you can accomplish in WWE. I don't think he ever won a Royal Rumble, but he was World Champion. He was he he did almost everything. He wanted to main event a WrestleMania, and it became very clear that to him that that was probably never going to happen. And he ended up deciding, fuck it, I'm walking away. I don't need this. I have enough money. You know, he's the generation of wrestlers who actually invested their money. They didn't just burn it all on drugs and girls and stuff like that. You know, he actually took care of himself. He actually was able to kind of position himself where he can go do whatever the hell he wanted. You know, he even went and, like, lost a whole bunch of matches in the UFC. So... At the end of the day, you know, he did, never needed it. And it seemed like WWE, you know how WWE is. You know how Vince McMahon is. You know how Triple H is. Through and through, they want people who are dedicated to their company. There's a reason why John Cena is allowed to show up whenever the fuck he wants. Because night through and through, John Cena is like The Undertaker. John Cena is that guy where if Vince called, John Cena would be there. So nice. if John Cena calls Vince and says, hey, I want to be there. They're going to let it happen. CM Punk already proved himself to basically be the guy who wouldn't just go ahead and do it because Vince asked or wouldn't just go ahead and do it because Triple H asked. So that's kind of where the beef seems to stem with that company. And, (laughs) you know, it makes sense politically why they're not on the same page. But this is the wrestling industry. We all know that at the end of the day, like, you know, Vince has been willing to do business with anyone as long as it actually makes business sense. And right. CM Punk will always make business sense. It's just that right now we exist at a time that we haven't existed since like the year, realistically, since like the year 1997, 1998, because you're not looking at 2000, 2001 WCW and saying, oh, yeah, like guys were really willing to go there and stuff like that. You know, that was it was kind of on a dying days at that point but 1997 1998 where there actually were two big companies where if someone wanted a return you actually had options and you had different audiences and you know different places to make money on it and stuff so we exist in a world now. We exist in a Tony Khan world. This is the Tony. the this is the Tony Khan timeline. You know what I mean? Like in, in like comic book terms or Marvel terms. This is like there's a whole other timeline where guys are actually able to do this and all of a sudden it's the reason why a guy like Andrade gets to walk away from WWE cuz he's unhappy and he knows he has some place to go. You know? So like the fact that that is what exists I would be yes. more shocked to see CM Punk show up in WWE than I would AEW. Same thing with Daniel Bryan at this point, if I'm being honest.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, so we got uh, well, uh, three minutes left. Four minutes left of this, uh, four of this.
1: minutes and forty-two seconds. I got you, buddy.
0: Um, did you watch Diamond tonight?
1: The I did not. I heard I saw the only updates that I got on it are anything that you text. Did anything big happen that we should cover?
0: <laughs> uh Chavo Guerrero showed up. Um, he was out there with the Andrade. Um we saw Nick like Gage that. come out. Yeah, Nick Gage is gonna be the the, the labor number two for uh Jericho to get to to get the MJF. Okay. Uh, next week on Fight for the Fallen. Uh me. Uh we got a new um was it and is it is it IGWP was it
1: I W G P US champion? Did did Moxley lose the belt?
0: Lost the belt tonight to like Lance Archer.
1: I like that. I'm actually totally cool with that. Lance Archer was awesome in New Japan. It, I guess he's gonna return at least to defend that title.
0: Um, Britt Baker uh, beat Lyle Rose. I mean, I mean, there wasn't anything humongous to happen in terms of like, you know, no. Well, obviously the the, the Archer title change was big. I mean, that's big. Right. And cool. But it was a great show. It, again, you know, I'm I, surprised.
1: I, They've been hitting it I, out of the ballpark every single time lately.
0: I am not supposed to be in the AW the show, but again, it, I'm a call space based it's good. I'm gonna give you give and, you credit for it. Shit, we give you shit. Yeah, no. And at
1: the it, end, end of been... the day, at, at the end of the day, like I'm as much of an AEW mark these days as you are, like more so than WWE at this point. They've been hitting it out of the park and then some, week after week for months now. Like AEW can almost do no wrong at this point. You know, I mean, granted they can do wrong. Nyla Rose, perfect example of they can still do wrong. Like they're still pushing right. her as a monster, but. She hasn't probably won a match that's actually seemed worthwhile in, like, a year.
0: I texted you this earlier. I text, said on, on social media earlier today. I'm going to say it again. Now Rose died the, the day the Diamond started. Because the, yes. the, if you lose to – and I love Rio. But if you lose the Rio, uh, you know, it's a first match.
1: No, no, you're absolutely yeah. right. And the thing is they, they have – they don't even necessarily have room to rebuild her because they don't have enough, like, established women where she can get some big wins and actually no. make it matter, you know? Like They can always get away with that in the men's division. There's a reason why you can make Jungle Boy matter. There's a reason why Christian Cage matters because you have enough talent in the men's division where, you know, those guys can lose a couple of times and then go on a run where they're winning five or six matches against impressive names and all of a sudden, like, it actually, you know, they get title shots and it's like, okay, well, but this makes sense. They don't have that with the women's division right now. Like, Britt no. Baker has definitely been a great building Point for the women's division, but they definitely are still in a place where they need to build even more, and they're not just there yet.
0: Yeah, well, in all the shows being fantastic, and it's, it's like ever since Revolution, dude, we, we did that podcast after Revolution back in March, and you and Mike were saying, oh, Okay, this is it. If you fuck up pay yeah. the review, we'll write that to hiatus. And ever since that week, they've been on fire, including pay-per-views.
1: Yeah, I 100% agree. I'm very excited for the next show, and it's not all the way till September, and I and they've been delivering week after week. They know how to build these TV shows. They know how to give us some big matches without giving us, like, everything all up front. And they're not doing a million rematches and stuff like that. I mean, I think I sent you that stat at one point. It's like their rematch ratio in a month is, like, 17% or something like that, where Raw is, like, 54%. And it shows. And as a, as a viewer, it shows. Like, I don't need to see Rian Charlotte wrestle two nights in a row. But you know, Dynamite never tries to do that. And I appreciate that.
0: $50 donus they do they mean again next week on Raw.
1: Right, exactly. So we got a minute left, fifty-eight seconds. If you got anything else you really okay. want to say, now's your time. Speak. Ten, speak uh, Ernest, speak.
0: Hey, okay. ten seconds. Or speaking, of course. Ten seconds. Uh how you enjoy enjoying Florida.
1: I am loving Florida, actually. That I did not expect you to ask that question. I heard you were walk- enjoying Florida as much as Chris Jericho is enjoying Tony Khan's money.
0: Okay, I heard you'd work around naked, uh, you know, in Florida. So clearly, you're enjoying it. Anyway, uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm Ernest. Christian.
1: If, if you if you like shirtless photos of a really attractive gay man, follow me on Instagram.
0: Yeah, Super uh Mike, of course. They're calling Burn. Ernest, Christian, EJ, Christian seven. Big Show tomorrow, Thursday. The Big Show. I uh, can't wait to record you guys tomorrow night. It's gonna be a fantastic show. And uh, yeah, we have got a lot of new cool new things coming in on the, on the podcast too for Thursday, especially too. So for Joe, I'm Ernest. Uh, good to, as always. We'll see you next one.
1: Yeah. See you tomorrow later. Bye.
2: We're on a mission to serve you and your community with access to great health care. AmeriHealth Caritas Florida is a local Medicaid health plan that is part of the national AmeriHealth Caritas family of companies. We help our members manage their health and connect to community resources. We make care the heart of our work. With us, it's about you. To learn more, please visit www.amerihealthcaritasfl.com. Proudly serving Regions 9 and 11. The value is high and the rates are low. Come on in to the Honda Summer Sales Event at your Southwest Florida Honda dealers. Honda is KBB.com's best value brand for the seventh consecutive year. And 0% financing is back for up to 48 months on select new models. Act now and lock in 0% financing on new 2021 models such as Pilot, Passport, and HRV, or financing as low as 1.9% on Honda bestsellers, including new 2021 Accords, Civics, and CRVs. Save even more with model year and pricing on every new 2021 Honda in stock. Shop our complete inventories and take a virtual test drive on our full line of new Hondas at SouthwestFloridaHondaDealers.com. Don't miss the Honda Summer Sales Event. Hurry to one of your Southwest Florida Honda dealers today. Coconut Point Honda, Jermaine Honda of Naples, Honda of Fort Myers, and Norm Reeves Honda Superstore of Port Charlotte. For details, call 888-225-1964. 888-225-1964.